Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Chat. The hideaway is open tonight. I licked at it or whatever. You know, quicksand is that the equivalent is made out of dicks, 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 dicks. All-Stars. Yes. Initial thoughts. I've seen some people say that they would have rather just like a normal season. Mm -hmm. My initial thought is that the first week of every season is always bad. Yeah. I think that this one is better because what makes the first week of every season bad is that we are just needing to get to know the characters and start to create dynamics and storylines and we're coming into this season with dynamics and story storylines and islanders that we already know so it's true i found myself to be more interested and more entertained than i would have during a normal week one what do you think yeah no that's actually a very fair point because we're usually just starting to get to know them and we don't have that here that's a good point i was uh conflicted about it I it's hard not to compare it to games and I never would have thought this to be the case but games is a superior show so far (laughs) I don't know I don't know if you can say that because I I have faith in ITV I think my struggle is the island like the bombshells they've been bringing in like I just don't know if it's like the oomph is there. Like, I think that they really struggled to bring in big name bombs for this show. Maybe they're coming later. Like you said, it's week one. I'm like wanting a little more. Okay. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I wouldn't (laughs) speak too soon. 
Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, let's get to some of our business up top. Don't forget that we do have a Discord, you guys. You can find the link to join in our Instagram bio. In our Discord, there are a number of different like topics of discussion that we cover. You can also find announcements about our show in there. Any like hot tea that comes up, you can post it. I occasionally post some stuff in there if I come along it. And then beyond that, follow us on social media. We are everywhere. Twitter, or X, formerly known as Twitter, (laughs) Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everything. She's got the chat. Yeah. And this is going to be our recap of the first three episodes of this season. I do want to, as always, mention one study in which our last episode, which was our OG Islanders breakdown, was only listened to one time. And if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and listen because I'm sure that there are some feelings and thoughts about these original Islanders that we will not be getting as in-depth with during this episode. Right. But if you were our listener in Williston Brent, please share with a friend. And we also wanted to go over our expected release schedule. As you all know, our frustration continues. We don't know when the show is airing in the U.S., Our plan is just to release episodes on Mondays and Thursdays, recapping the previous weeks. And by previous weeks, I mean what aired on ITV in the UK, the previous week episode. We assume that at some point this will be easier to find in the US. But for now, if you want to follow along and you want to listen to our recaps as they're released and you don't know how to use a VPN or anything like that, Mara... Did you want to share anything with our 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 islanders, our listeners about our, our how they can do that? <laughs> yeah, so if you guys are wanting to watch Love Island at home in the US as it airs, I'm fairly certain the episodes are up on Daily Motion. And if you're willing to venture into the VPN territory, I can guarantee you VPNs do work when you're watching on ITVX. When you're on ITVX, you can make a free account. You just have to put in like a zip code for somewhere in the UK. Which is easily Googleable. Very easily Googleable. Yeah, so you can use a VPN. There's a bunch of different options. You usually do have to pay for one. But I know that ExpressVPN, you get like 30 days for free if you want to try it out. So those are a couple options. But all of this information I will also be putting in our Discord. So that's in writing somewhere that's easy for everybody to find it. So if you're having some trouble accessing the show, it'll be there in our Discord. You can also DM us and I'll respond and try to help you out. I don't think we have too much other business to discuss off top, although I did want to mention that we have not gotten any closer to finding an answer about Johnny's baby and the pregnancy (laughs) mystery. I really tried to engage some people on the internet in discussion about this, and (laughs) we've gotten nowhere. (laughs) And those people did not want to engage me. No one cares. We care. What's happening? This is weird. (laughs) It's fucking weird. I have been thinking about it actually kind of all week. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want to understand her, like, thought process with it, but... I don't know that I will. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. One day that baby has to be born, and then we'll have all, hopefully all the answers. Unless it was just a fully fake pregnancy. Oh, my God. I would lose my mind. 
it would be kind of an iconic parasocial play on Johnny's part to be like, hey, like, or maybe not a fake pregnancy, but like, it's not his baby. But oh my god, she's like allowing him to put his likeness in this video to stir up conversation <gasps> and interest and intrigue. <gasps> Whoa. Maybe. I'm not making any accusations. I'm just saying this is very <laughs> confusing to me. It's extremely confusing. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about the first three episodes of this season. And if you want more information about that, you're going to have to go find it yourself because we have no other information. About Johnny. About Johnny's baby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can do some <laughs> digging for us, guys. The, you guys, there might be better detectives who are listening to the show than Ari and I are as detectives. Reddit, do your thing. So, Why hasn't Reddit yeah, done their do thing? It. Right. They're not, they're not, they don't care. <laughs> All right. Let's talk episode one. Okay. Let's, let's chat. So we get our starting. Maya comes out. She's walking down this hallway and it's filled with this montage of successful couples photos on the wall. Yeah. Did you notice they had Ella and Tyreek? Yes. I thought they broke up. Oh, no, I thought they were still together. I thought they broke up, but then I saw like they were posting some stuff like on each other, like about each other on their Instagrams and still. So I was like, all right, I guess they are together. But I, I thought they broke up, broke up like for a little bit. Maybe I don't remember off and on hearing about that. But what I noticed from this segment was that Maya Jama talked about how the show has produced four weddings and nine babies. It's wild. So wild. It's so a lot of babies. Wild. I've never taken the time to do those numbers, but a, a beautiful thing. It is. I agree. A lot of love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we get our first Jeep, an FJ, if you will, uh, entering <laughs> Hannah and Liberty. Hannah, she's 33 years old. She's ready to come back and bring her A game. Liberty says that she wants to get to know boys without looking at them. And she wants a nice guy, says she's going to take a slow approach this time. Then next into the villa is Chris and Jake. When Chris and Jake enter the villa itself, Liberty's face goes from elation to like absolute defeat. In like 0.5 seconds, and it was very funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, she should have known, but maybe she just didn't know that he was going to be the first one walking in. The first one walking in. Yeah. Jake actually comes up to her and says, what are the chances to which I say pretty high, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we see Jake's intro, and he says he knows where he went wrong on the show last time, and he's more mature now. Chris says he's looking for love. I'm then, curious to hear more about that. Like, where did you go wrong on the show last time, Jake? What did yeah. what does he think he did wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, I want to know like specifics. Right, same. And I guess we'll never get to hear that information because I guess we'll never know. Yeah. So Kaz and Mitch enter the villa. Kaz says she's stronger now. She wants a nice guy. Mitch says that he's here to find love and he wants someone nice with the same energy as him. This was interesting to me because usually we would have all of the girls entering together and then all the boys entering together. I think that we're seeing a lot more mixed groups this season. Even our BCGCs are very yes. 
mixed. And I think that that is a symptom of the familiarity that these players already have with each other, that there are existing alliances outside of were the girls who were going to stick together, were the boys who were going to stick together. Yeah, definitely. I think it also was because they like didn't couple up immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the actual setup of the show was different. But I am with you. I loved seeing these co-ed chats to yeah. like do a debrief in the morning. Same. Yeah. So then Georgia Steele and Anton enter the villa. Georgia says she's looking for the one and she's not going to be saying I'm loyal anymore. Anton says that he's changed a lot and really wants to find someone. Uh, when Georgia actually comes in, I think all the girls point out the sign, the I'm loyal babe sign. And Georgia was like, motherfucker, no. <laughs> I didn't notice that then, but I noticed it during a girl chat later on. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's just like it is her thing because she made it her thing. But now it's just that they make fun of her about it and she's a good sport about it. And I think it's a good turn for her thing. <laughs> that makes I sense. I totally agree. Yeah. We now see Toby and Lewis entering the villa. Lewis says that he used to be a playboy, but now he knows what he wants. He's like, it only took me two baby mamas and nine oh years since my first time on the show, and I am ready. For- <laughs> <sighs> <Oy>. <laughs> he says that he has matured and is ready to settle down. I do want to hear more about Lewis and Hannah's parenthood and how much custody they have of their children, what their Mm -hmm. lives look like, and how much their lives differ from these other islanders, and who's watching their kids while they're on the show. Oh, my God. And a great fucking question. I assume the other parents, but maybe nannies, other family members, et cetera. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just curious to know more about it. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get to hear some of that. Toby entering says that his problem with Love Island is that 90% of girls are his time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Toby. Toby. I know. I think that he did did not do himself any favors from coming back on the show Mm -mm. for games or All-Stars. And you're right. I, I did feel slightly excited to see him on the cast list. And that has quickly dissipated. I know sucks so we see this first group of islanders sitting around the fire pit and chris asks so has anyone here already had sex with each other <laughs> i'm like no one responds and he's like oh shit like maybe it was too early to ask <laughs> oh my god i know it was funny like seeing chris like again like interacting i was like holy shit wait this is that's right like now i rem- vividly remember why no one liked him last time Oh, my God, really? Because now I'm struggling to understand why not everyone is into him because I'm so into him. Uh, We can get more into it when the whole Molly thing comes into play. But I think that he can make people feel really uncomfortable. Wait, did that happen this episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, But he yeah I think he makes people feel really uncomfortable sometimes with his humor because they don't know if he's joking or not um Islanders I know you can't hear me that he's always joking he's always it's always a joke okay it's banter <laughs> like they shouldn't have a hard time yeah. understanding this this is I know their vibe I know I I actually kind of think that he's just like smarter than everybody else and like nobody knows how to handle that I totally agree <laughs> like out of place because he's better than the rest yeah <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Poor Chris. We now see Demi and Georgia H. come in. Demi says that she is more confident now than she was the last time that she was on the show. And Georgia H. says that she's looking for someone funny. So to correct from our episode last week, a few things about Georgia H. Mm -hmm. I wish we didn't have to have this conversation. God, I know. (sighs) Yeah. First correction is that she was not a Casa Bomb. She stole Kem from Amber when she entered in the white party. So that is how she was coupled up with Kem during that season. Right. The fun part's over. (laughs) That's just a correction. That's not painful to discuss. The thing that's painful to discuss that we missed during our episode last week and was brought to our attention is that, unfortunately, there are photos of Georgia H. in pretty horrendous blackface on the internet. Yes. Yes. I will say like I think that she was a like teenager, like a kid, lean kid leaning when it occurred, but it's still not good. So, it is what it is. Has like, she addressed it or apologized for it that you know of? Yes. I read an article saying cuz this is kind of like resurfacing because she came back on the show. Right. But last she went on another reality dating TV show that the name of it is evading me at the moment, but when she, it was the challenge. That's not dating. No, it's not dating. It was just another reality show. Sorry. So when she went on the challenge, that was when the blackface stuff came out on the online. And that was when she addressed it. She said, I'm really sorry to like, you know, for the people I've hurt with this and I'll do better. And it's this typical spiel that we get. And then this kind of stuff just resurfaced because she's back on TV now. Okay. So. Well, Okay. Yeah, just just something to keep in the back of your mind, I guess, as we watch this, you know, just something just ha- to have on your noggin. It's something that I have not been able to get out of the front of my mind watching her on this season so far. I know. I, I, it's, it's always there. Yeah. It's like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, those pictures were really bad. Really, like, so bad. So bad. So really bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we see Maya Jama enter the villa and we get a little moment with Anton kind of scooting closer to her and spraying <laughs> breath spray in his mouth. And I just have to say this was satisfying to me because I felt like when Maya Jama was picked as the host, the Islanders were going to be into her and we haven't seen so much of it. But like, uh-huh. thank you, Anton, for this moment, because obviously yes. – Duh. She's super hot. <laughs> I thought it was a great move. It was funny. That was solid. It was really funny. I agree. Maya asks the girls to stand next to the guy that they fancy the most and says that there can be multiple of them next to one guy. There's no coupling up. We're just testing the waters here. And we see three girls, Georgia H., Kaz, and Hannah, all stand with Chris. We see Liberty stand next to Mitch, although she kind of stands on the wrong side of Mitch and prompts a moment in which Maya Jemma is like, are you trying to stand next to Mitch or Jake? (laughs) That was great. We see Georgia S. stand with Anton. Demi stand with Louis. Georgia S. does have a moment of, should I be safe and stand with Toby? And then chooses to stand with Anton 
And we now see that Maya is revealing that the decision of who they are going to actually couple up with was already decided by the public and will be announced tonight. So our boys who did not have anyone stand next to them were just Jake and Toby. Yeah. It was funny. Toby was like, I wish I was Chris right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chris was like, is this a prank? Like, I love how I he handled it. <laughs> Me too. He was like, why? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. We then see a, a ITM from Georgia Steele. She says that she and Toby had a thing, but nothing ever really progressed from there. Georgia then also says that she is attracted to Anton. Then the girls ask Liberty about coupling up with Jake. She says that it's totally fine. It's not going to be weird for her to see him getting on with the other girls in the villa. There's like nothing left between them. Toby then ITMs that he's not actually sure where he stands with Georgia S. And Kaz says that Toby is loyal and Georgia is like, don't use that word. (laughs) (laughs) See, she's a good sport about it. She is. (laughs) Georgia S. and Toby then have a chat. Georgia says she really panicked in that moment where she had to pick. Toby says he did expect her to pick him. And she shares that she's a little bit hesitant about him because of his age. And I liked kind of seeing this setup that games had provided for this, like, background relationship that, like, never came to be. Games wasn't that long ago, but it is, like, they are from the same country. Right. Like, there really is nothing stopping them. Yeah, I was curious how this was going to be handled. We talked about this during our cast breakdown more in depth. Again, go listen to that if you haven't already. But I was assuming there was going to have to be some acknowledgement of like, oh, we were just kind of romantically involved like within the past few months and like what has happened since then. And I feel like this is our first sense of the way that this show is going to handle Islanders with previous romantic history and it's interesting because we've never had an well we had games but we haven't had an all-star season of love island uk produced by itv or whoever i don't know who produces it we should probably know that of this of all-stars yeah yeah definitely itv okay i didn't know if it was like a the abc warner brothers thing i don't know regardless Hmm. whoever is in charge of this show i always say at itv so again maybe we should know haven't really seen their stance on, okay, so how are we handling, again, Islanders who have history. I feel like in this moment, what it's showing is like, we just want people on this show who are going to create interesting storylines, regardless of if the audience is going to feel that they're here for the right reasons or not. And I think that that is even more exemplified with what we see with Molly and Callum later on. But this is the first sense of like, oh, okay, so they're okay with the fact that Georgia and Toby might just like still be kind of interested in each other and like technically single enough to get on the show, but like coming in, going to recouple with each other and like potentially just be in a couple this season when that is something that started outside of this season. And that is very different from all-star shows that we've seen in other franchises like The Bachelor. That would be very frowned upon on a bachelor in paradise for example oh yeah that would be like how dare you talk to each other outside of the game itself right like oh you guys just pretended to not be together between games and now because you're both wanting to be on the show but you've Mm -hmm. probably actually been together the entire time and are just like pretending (laughs) to be single so you can be on this second show and now here you are back together yeah it would be like an automatic for the wrong reasons accusation 
I think I might make that accusation on someone later. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is it viewed the same way? Even if that is the case, even if that right. is the strategy that these islanders are taking coming into this game, I'm not mad about it personally. I wouldn't be mad about it on Bachelor in Paradise either, but it's how the show presents it that I'm noticing the difference with. No, that's a great point. It is not presented in like a villainous kind of way at all. In fact, it's very much embraced. And I think they're purposefully picking people who have had previous relationships Absolutely. as the source of the drama. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they want us coming in with context and weight yeah. to these decisions that are being made. And that's, I think, why this first week felt more interesting and engaging to me. And mm. I'm super curious to see where that will land us in five weeks. And I think that it'll land us somewhere more interesting than a group of strangers being put together and seeing where we land after eight weeks. Because we have in, again, another case that we'll get to shortly, four years of history. Yeah. Yeah, I feel torn about it at the moment, but I think you're right. Time will tell. I think it'll either shake out to be really fun and interesting, or I think there's a potential for it to fall flat. I'm hoping it does not happen. Right. The latter does not happen. One quick aside before we move on. Currently, Love Island is being produced by Motion Content Group, but it was previously produced by ITV Studios and Lifted Entertainment. Oh, do you know when that change happened? Yes. So ITV was producing it from 2015 to 2020. Lifted produced from 21 to 23. And Motion Content is doing it now. What season would that be? 21 was season 7. Oh my God, that makes sense. It's interesting to me that season one through six was ITV and then it changed for season seven because I actually do think that's kind of when the show went downhill. Yeah, I actually completely agree with that. I think the COVID situation like really like probably had an effect on this too. But how? Because it's a show filmed in a villa. The only thing they had to do differently was the family visits at the end of the season. Other than that, it's not like they're traveling or doing other things that they would do on other reality TV shows that had to be really changed because of COVID. It's kind of the perfect show. I mean, the actual perfect COVID show is The Circle, but true, this is a close runner-up, I would say. I think there was a delay, though. I feel like there was – like, I know it says 2020 to 2021, but I feel like – there was maybe like almost a whole year between or like a year and a half between seasons. Maybe I'm just thinking of the fact that they did the winter season and then they didn't do then they did summer and then they didn't do another one until the following summer. So we were like used to having a couple. We were getting into the habit of two every every year. Uh, we weren't getting then, into the habit. They just did one I mean, winter season. But it was expected to do another winter and then we didn't have that and then we had to wait. I don't know. But yeah. I don't think that people even care as much about the winter seasons. I mean, I, I no, know I they don't. Agree. It's not as well watched. It's just like across the board people view it to be the inferior version of the show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Well, either way, I'm interested to see now that motion has taken over. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. So far, All Stars is a great idea. So then we see a conversation between Mitch and Liberty, and Mitch says that she is his type. She ITMs that she fancies Mitch the most, but he has a reputation for being messy. <laughs> Liberty then tells Mitch that she refuses to be heartbroken. So she's like, don't fuck it up, dude. 
It is then nighttime in the villa, and Hannah makes the toast. Liberty, Demi, and Georgia Steele have a conversation. Demi tells them that she was originally going to go for Chris, and she's unsure if she should talk to him. The girls encourage her to go talk to Chris. Demi also shares that Chris has previously slid in her, to her DMs. She said pretty recently. Yeah. Little spice. Mm-hmm. And Liberty shares that her chat with Mitch went really well, but she's going to keep up keep things open and talk to everybody. Yes. We now see a chat between Georgia Harrison, Kaz, and Hannah. They talk about how they all went for Chris. So I do like this kind of mix up of these BCGCs because here we just get all the girls that stood next to the same guy forced to talk about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Georgia H is like, I also am into other people though. I like Mitch. Kaz is like, I like Lewis. Mm-hmm. We now see all the boys have a chat, and Toby says that if the public don't put Jake and Liberty together, they have failed at chaos. Well, Toby, don't worry. Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> Jake is like, I'll have a conversation with Liberty, but I really don't see her in that way anymore. And then we see Maya enter to announce who our first couples of Love Island All-Stars will be. She reveals that Chris will be coupled up with Demi. And this makes me wonder, like, if there was any kind of public flirtation between them. I didn't look into it. But the fact that they were DMing and the public voted for them to be together, I'm like, maybe there's some history between them that is known about. Mm. Lewis is coupled up with Georgia Harrison. Toby, of course, is coupled up with Georgia Steele. See, this is where I'm like, the public loves it. The public just like yeah. wants to see these relationships that they already know about continue on their yep, screens. Very true. Anton is coupled up with Hannah. And of course, as all the Islanders and we knew, Jake is coupled up with Liberty. Ugh. <sighs> uh. Which, of course, leaves us with Mitch and Kaz being our final couple. Toby's right. Like, Jake and Liberty being coupled is chaos, but I didn't like it. No, I hated it. And it's also, like, there's a difference between Georgia and Toby being coupled where it's, like, they recently have this history and, like, let's put them together to see if something can happen there versus Liberty and Jake where it's, like, they publicly haven't spoken for three years, like, publicly as in like people know that they haven't been in contact since they broke up on the show like what do you think is gonna happen here and they both just immediately even standing in that lineup are both like no like there's nothing left between us so that was a fail big fail big big fail well maybe not a complete fail but a little bit of a fail yeah jake like was whatever for me yeah i hate him less than i expected to Speaking of hate, we get an amazing, <laughs> an amazing moment here now where oh, Maya this. asks Jake about how he feels about the public putting him and Liberty together. And he's like, it's fine. It's not like I hate her. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> then when Maya moves on to asking Mitch how he feels about being coupled up with Kaz, he's like, she's a beautiful girl. And then is like, it's not like I hate her. And this is kind of a, a funny joke that we now now get to continue hopefully throughout the season. I did like this on Mitch's part. It was a funny joke. Good job. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) So Maya now brings in our first bomb, our day one bomb. This bomb is Callum. 
He is from season six, and he is told that the couples have been decided by the public, but he is now here to steal one of the girls. But before he makes that decision, there's one more bomb. And of course, that bomb is Molly, who just happens to be Callum's ex of three and a half years, who he broke up with six months ago. Fucking mess. The producers were like, I love mess. Literally, but also, <laughs> I just have so many questions about how this ends up, their dynamic, and how they're both just like, yeah, like, I'd be down to rekindle, and it's like, huh? But you were in, like, a I long-term know. relationship and living together. Yes. And you broke up six months ago. That's nothing. Right. But, so they're probably, like, this is where I'm, <laughs> maybe this was all to get on the show. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so here is what the the internet has been saying. And I, I am inclined to agree. Everyone is like they have decided to break up for a short period of time so that they could both go on the show and then get back together and make it this, like, rekindling kind of storyline and then, you know, get their money and sail off into the sunset. I agree. I don't yeah. hate it. I mean, it's still, it's still interesting to have in this group of Islanders who are dating a couple who – has such a long history with each other. They mentioned at some point, like, oh, you guys live together and had a dog together. Like, who has the dog? Who has the dog now? Right. It seems mm-hmm. like they haven't been talking in the last six months. They're obviously not sharing custody of the dog. Who has the dog? What's happening? Right. I would not be surprised if that was the case. <laughs> and I'm also not mad at it. Yeah. I feel unsure of whether or not it was planned because sometimes the way that they talk to each other really does feel like two exes talking to each other. And then other times they talk like their their lack of communication is what makes me feel like they're like weirdly still on the same page despite physically not communicating with each other. And I'm like, well, that makes me feel like it's a setup. So I'm torn. Yeah. I feel like hopefully their dynamic will reveal more to us as it progresses. I agree. So we move into episode two. We're left on this cliffhanger of Molly coming in and we are not sure who Callum is going to pick. Right. So he's told that he can either steal any of the girls from their couples or pick Molly to couple up with. Yeah. And he picks fucking Molly. Of course. And he says, yeah, we broke up six months ago and I feel like we left things on good terms question mark (laughs) and she says that things have happened and they need to have some conversations I will say to Callum's point him picking Molly was actually a really great game strategy because it was a really safe bet that the public would protect them in the future yeah but also to play devil's advocate If this was a whole setup that they came up with in conjunction with producers or not, it feels like he would have maybe picked someone else in this moment. Mm. Yeah, perhaps. I think you could go either way. I don't know. It feels like the better storyline, like if I was telling them how to do this, they were like, hey, Ari, (laughs) we're going to pretend to break up. (laughs) and to get on the show and then just like get back together so that we can have screen time and make some more money influencing. I'd be like, amazing. I encourage you guys to go in and pretend like you have really bad blood, couple up with other people, and then start to confide in your other Islanders that you're extremely jealous watching this person be with other people. 
and Inep be like, we just can't resist coming back together. A la Mitch and Tina. Yeah, I completely agree. That's definitely the better strategy. I sort of wonder if like they didn't have enough balls to really do that. They were because like, they're like we're not actually broken up, so we'd we're not rather, actually like, I don't up. actually really want to right. sleep in bed with someone else. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Exactly. They're not ballsy enough to actually do it right. I don't know though. They're pretty ballsy if that's what they're doing. <sighs> I don't know because even in this <laughs> setup, this is the first time that this is happening again. That ITV is putting out an all-star version of this show. They don't know what the reception is going to be. Like they really need to be invested in maintaining this story. If this story is a lie, you're right. It's a fair point. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Time will tell, hopefully. Time will tell, definitely, yeah. Callum tells the guys that there are still feelings there. I'd be shocked if there wasn't. It was literally six months ago. Mm-hmm. Molly tells the girls that they weren't getting along and that they had a mutual breakup, but she also felt like he was being disrespectful after the breakup. She kind of leaves that a little vague. We'll get more cl- context for that later. Then we see a number of different conversations. Demi and Chris chat. She brings up that they DM'd. They flirt a little bit together. Anton and Hannah have a chat. He says, I can understand why the public paired us together. They know that my type is blonde. She says that she feels like guys often can't handle her personality. And Toby and Georgia S. have a chat. Georgia admits that she wanted to be paired up with Toby. And then he asks her about Anton. Georgia says that she gravitates more toward Toby. This is like day one. (laughs) Georgia's already all in on Toby. Kaz and Mitch chat and Kaz immediately friend zones him and he is met with that with relief. Mm-hmm. Then Lewis and Georgia Harrison have a chat. They get to know each other a little bit. She ITMs that she's not really sure that they're actually compatible. And then Anton, Callum, and Jake have a conversation. Callum explains that he and Molly weren't getting along. They weren't happy, but he does wonder if they could fix it. He says that he can deal with seeing her crack on with the other guys, though. It's See, like not going to bother him. But this is again where I'm like, if this was their whole strategy, like, why would you be talking about this immediately? Like this mm-hmm. interest in rekindling on both of their parts. It just feels like it could have been more strategically placed a little bit later in the season. I agree. Totally agree. Liberty and Hannah then have a chat and Liberty says she feels like Jake is avoiding her. Hannah encourages her to go talk to Jake. So then Lib pulls Jake and he says that he's sorry that it came across like he was avoiding he wasn't they both agree that the book is closed for the both of them Anton and Georgia still have a conversation Georgia says she doesn't want to close the door on him and Anton shares that he's not attracted to Hannah we see a chat now between Molly and Callum and she's like I'm so confused why you picked me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought we agreed that you were going to pick somebody else. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the problem. <laughs> He's like, well, I thought it would be shocking not to pick you. And asks how she has been feeling after their breakup. And she's like, I just thought you have known I've been heartbroken. She yeah. says that he was really cold and cut off after their breakup, which – like, is how you should handle a breakup. <laughs> yep. But I also understand her feelings being hurt, but it's also like, okay, but your relationship was over again. If- over. 
this is the story that you're telling us. <laughs> she is like, you know, it's water under the bridge, but I just felt like it was disrespectful. It's obviously not water under the bridge. Mm-hmm. He apologizes to her and Molly ITMs that she's confused. I don't really get why Callum said it would be shocking to not pick Molly. I don't because either. it would have made so much more sense for him to not pick his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like what? I mean, what I have to say about all of this is oh. that if it is true that this was a plan that they had coming into the show, the producers were in on the plan with them because mm. Them both being brought in literally as bombs at the same time and being like, you could choose someone or you could pick Molly and not disrupt any of the other couples. Like, what even would have happened in that case? If he had picked Demi, would Molly and Chris then have been automatically coupled up or would Molly and Chris have automatically been single? Like, it just, I don't know. I'm not really mm-hmm. buying any of this. The more that I talk about it, it kind of feels just planned on all Stage. of their parts. 100%. I agree. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns. It's the morning time now, and we see some BCGCs. Lewis says that he's not sure what the vibe is with Georgia Harrison, but he is interested in Molly, which I would just encourage all of the boys who are not Callum to put their eggs in some other baskets if they're going to be putting their eggs in the Molly basket. (laughs) Toby and Anton also express interest in Molly and Chris shares that he likes Demi but is open. This like insistence on talking about how open they are at the beginning of the season is so annoying to me. There's so much of this conversation like, but you know, the doors are still open. Well, I don't know, but we're still not like exclusive. Like, yeah, we fucking get it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. You all fucked up last time and you're trying to make it abundantly fucking clear that you're all open. Got it. Right. Yeah, that does make sense that they're like, oh, I don't want to deal with the backlash. Yeah. Callum says that there's no point in going back to his ex unless things change. It's like, okay, well, then why did you immediately pick her and tell us a little bit more specifically (laughs) about what needs to change? Yes. Jake says Let's unpack this. Yeah. Like- (laughs) Yeah. Jake <laughs> shares that he is struggling. I have to say, I think he's struggling because nobody stood next to him with the who they're most mm-hmm. attracted to thing in the beginning. I think that was an ego hit that he never recovered from. Yep. <laughs> I completely agree. And we now also see all of the girls encouraging Molly to talk to all of the boys, not just Callum. 
So immediately we see a conversation between Molly and Lewis. Lewis is sharing with her that he's not sure that there's really a spark there with Georgia H. And she jokes about Lewis being scared of Callum. <laughs> She's like, are you just scared of my ex? If you don't want him to be scared of your ex, maybe stop making it your entire storyline. Right. <laughs> but also, there is no world in which Lewis is afraid of Callum. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> like, another good point. <laughs> No one's afraid of Callum. I'm not even afraid of Callum. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Kaz and Lewis now chat. And Kaz is sharing that she thought about stepping forward for him. It's so funny that they're all using this terminology of stepping forward for, even though that's not actually what happened. Yeah, it is really funny. He is talking about wanting to find his person Mitchell and Liberty are chatting, and Liberty shares that she was jealous that he shared a bed with Kaz. They joke about going all in right away with each other and kind of joke about physical touch. Mitch has his hand on her leg. Kind of? I don't know. I I would have hated this if you had told me about it before the season, but it's kind of fun little relationship that they have going on. (sighs) I, I know that Mitch is messy. And I know he will continue to be messy, but I like honestly really ship this couple. I'm not <laughs> okay. Thank God. I was like, oh my God, Mara's about to like cancel me. <laughs> no, I like low key, high key kind of love them together. I know, me too. <laughs> I want it to work out, even though like I know everybody hates Mitch, but <sighs> I have such a soft spot for him. I don't know why. Because he's so stupid. He's so stupid. (laughs) Uh, He means well. I really do think he's well-intentioned, but maybe I'm naive. I mean, I don't think he's like a super, super harmful person. I do think that he is a super fan, and we know that, and it's also very clear Mm -hmm. in the season so far. (laughs) Game game recognizes game is what this is. Exactly. (laughs) Right. And I do hope that he sees like Liberty is an important figure in this world and like I need to treat her well and not fuck her over because that could have very negative repercussions for Mm me as a figure in this franchise. Indeed. We see a chat between Lewis and Demi and they share that they're attracted to each other. Lewis is like, I'm feeling you. And then we see a game, which, correct me if I'm wrong, is the only game war challenge that we see in the entire first week. Yes. What the fuck? Very weird. It's like the anti-games. Very weird. I know. I was like, are you trying to just like hard pivot away from Love Island games? Like, where are the challenges? Yeah. It is kind of strange that they did these two very different interpretations of an all-star season produced by different companies with a different pool of islanders, but the same, like, but so close to each other. Yeah. I think we're in the experimental era of Love Island. I completely agree. It's very experimental. It's like the second wave of experimental. Right. When they introduced Casa Moore, that was like the first wave of experiments. This is this is the second wave. Yeah. I wanted to say one quick note. Lewis and Demi being attracted to each other was interesting because Lewis looks a lot like her ex who is currently in prison. White collar crimes? Drug related offenses. Yeah, whatever. Who doesn't have some drug related offenses? Also, I'm really confused about this whole like, was he posting on Snapchat from jail? No way. <laughs> I mean, there's no way, but it is bizarre that there is like this picture that exists where it looks like he's 
in jail. <laughs> I don't know. So weird. Anyway, yes, drugs. I wonder if it was something dumb like marijuana. I hope not. The game that we see the Islanders play is champagne roulette. They drink and then have to read the dare on the bottom of their champagne flute and do said dare. Kaz is dared to snog the Islander that she most wants to share a bed with and she kisses Lewis. Chris is supposed to twerk on the Islander that he fancies the most and he chooses Molly. Georgia S. then goes, she has to give a sexy snog to somebody of her choice. She picks Toby. She ITMs that it was one of their best kisses. And then we get an ITM from Toby saying it wasn't even top three. It was actually <laughs> even better editing than that. She goes, that was one of our best kisses. And I really hope he feels the same. Or like one of our yeah. sexiest kisses. And I really hope he feels the same. And then immediately his ITM being like, eh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that immediately sets up, like, the fact that they're probably not on the same page. <laughs> oh, God. Toby just doesn't know how to communicate. No. It is shocking to me. Yeah. But also not because he's, like, a young boy. He is a young boy. Georgia Harrison then goes. She has to yawn at the most boring islander. She picks Anton. He makes a dig at her breath. He does. <laughs> and she's like, that was uncalled for. Do you think she has bad breath? Kind of. I kind of think she does too. <laughs> I don't know no, there was, I actually her. saw, I saw another clip actually where they're, Anton and Georgia are talking and he keeps covering his face. Like, <laughs> and someone was like, it's because she has terrible breath. He also was, was very like, breath focused, obviously, given the Maya Jamma moment. Yes, you're right. That's a great point. He should have been like, yeah i don't know if this is a pc term anymore but anton is very metrosexual mm, yeah he is i agree <laughs> hannah goes next and she has to snog who is most her type she picks jake anton has to then snog who he wishes he was coupled up with he picks georgia Steele. jake has to pick which islander is here for social media he says mitch he says a comment like because you talk about it all the time which I thought was a little interesting. Mm -hmm. Mitch should know better <laughs> at this point. Callum goes next. He has to give an Islander of his choice a sensual massage. He picks Georgia Steele. Demi goes. She has to snog two Islanders who she thinks are attracted to her. She snogs Chris and Mitch. Mitch then snogs the sexiest girl. He picks Liberty. Excellent choice, Mitch. Good play. Georgia S then goes. She has to blow a kiss to who she feels is the biggest game player. She picks Lewis. Lewis kind of gives her a dig. She says that she knows his ex. They go like back and forth a little bit about it. And she kind of like almost immediately rescinds the fact that she picked him as the biggest game player. It was interesting. Jake then goes again. He has to snog two Islanders that he would have a threesome with. And he picks Hannah and Georgia S. <laughs> and I immediately imagined that. <laughs> I was like, Hannah was a great choice. Mm -hmm. She's probably very fun to sleep with. I liked George's response. She to was this. like, yeah, I would like if I had to choose a girl, I'd choose Hannah. I know. Yeah, great. I was like, hell yeah, girlfriend. <laughs> Liberty then goes. She has to pick which guy gives her the ick and why. She says Jake because of his foot fetish. <laughs> called the which fuck out. I loved the fuck. this moment. 
I was like, I forgot about his foot fetish. Thank you for reminding me, Liberty. Thank you so much for reminding us all. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This is the beauty of the history. Exactly. Yes. And he was like, it got overplayed. It's like, oh, did it? <laughs> well, here it is. It's it's back, Jake. Yeah, it's back. Back for re- revenge. Molly is next. She has to do a three-way kiss with the Islanders she fancies the most. She picks Chris and Lewis. Then we see Molly, Liberty, and Georgia H. have a chat. Molly tells them that she overheard Callum say that he only picked Molly out of respect. And Georgia H. asks her if she wants things to work out with him. And Molly says she feels like Callum needs to talk to the other girls. Yeah, she basically just wants to test him. Is he going to be swayed or will he still want me even if there are other people here who are interested in him? Exactly. Kaz and Demi then chat. Demi says she isn't sure if Chris is actually into her. Mitch and Liberty have a chat. They flirt. They agree that they both like each other. Liberty feels like she can be deep with him, but also have fun banter. And then she gives him a massage. Chris and Toby then have a chat, and Chris says he finds Molly the most attractive. Toby says he's confused about Callum picking Georgia S. during the challenge. Yeah. That was just choose someone to give a sensual massage to, not like give a sensual massage to the person that you want to be coupled up with or anything like that, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Not much to read into in that case. Mm -mm. Demi and Callum chat, and Demi wants to know why he picked Molly. He's like, I was trying to be nice. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I do want to see if it could work out between us. And he's like, if things were perfect, I'd get back together with her, but life isn't perfect. I'm just like, what are you guys trying to do? Right. He didn't feel anything, though, when she kissed the other guys. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What Do is like happening, her? Callum? <laughs> I don't know. This is not the relationship of people who spent years of their lives together. Yeah, I also believe him. He seems very unbothered. Maybe just because he knows that they're going to end up together. Yeah. He's a little too chill about it. Yeah. Anton now tells Jake and Callum that he feels really confused about Georgia Steele. And Jake is like, you're wasting your time. (laughs) (laughs) And then at night, we see Mitch make the toast and we see Hannah and Georgia Steele talk. Hannah wants to talk to Jake, but she wants the guys to graft her as well. And Georgia Steele is like, I'm just really uncertain about Toby because of his age. Because this is an ongoing thing between them. What are their ages again? Georgia's a year older than him. Toby is 24. And Georgia is 25. (laughs) That's what I thought. Stop! That's so fucking funny. Oh my god. (laughs) Georgia girl! What? (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) Yeah. So we now see Georgia Steele share that her kiss that she had with Anton was gentle, but that she did feel more during her kiss with Toby. And then Kaz and Lewis are chatting. 
Kaz says that she liked their kiss in the challenge and she feels like she has made her interest in him clear. And he basically is like, I'm staying open. So not on the same page there. And then we see a chat between Georgia Steele and Toby. She's like, I do like you. I liked our kiss. Asking him if he's ready for a relationship. And he's like, I'm a relationship person. Beg to differ. They kiss. Mm -hmm. I buy their chemistry. I just think it's inevitably going to be ruined by Toby being completely incapable of committing or communicating effectively. 100%. She likes him so much more than he likes her. Yeah. It's so obvious. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Fucking Toby. Tobes. I don't ever want to hear Tobes ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather hear Tobes or I'm loyal, babe? (laughs) I think I'd rather hear I'm loyal, babe. (laughs) At this point. point. (laughs) Episode three, we see Mitch and Georgia Harrison chat. He's like, I really wanted to talk to you. Chris and Molly are chatting. They talk about the kiss they shared in the challenge. Anton and Georgia Steele chat. He's like, I'm not blind. I can see what's happening. (laughs) Anton (laughs) simply continues to be the incel islander that I knew he would be. Georgia Steele is like, I'm not trying to close it off with you. And he's like, well, I just don't feel like a first choice. She kind of keeps reiterating this thing to him of like, I just have known Toby for so much longer, so I'm comfortable with him. And Mm -hmm. that's fair, but also, I don't know what Anton's supposed to do with that. Right. Lewis and Demi chat, and he's like, I'm into you, I'm into Kaz, and I'm into Molly. (laughs) (laughs) And then Kaz and Liberty are chatting. Liberty's like, I really want to know where Mitch's head is at. I have trust issues, and Kaz encourages her not to overthink it too much. It is then morning in the villa. Liberty, Toby, and Kaz have a chat. Liberty says that she wants to keep Mitch on his toes, and Toby says that he and Georgia are still chatting to other people. We see Jake and Georgia Harrison meditate together, (laughs) and then Demi and Mitch have a chat. Mitch is flirting with her. He ends up giving her the nickname Sexy Pants. Cringe as fuck. Yeah. He also claims that she was giving him fuck me eyes, which is. I think maybe he just likes her eyes and he's like, she was asking me to fuck her. And it's like, maybe she just has nice (laughs) eyes, Mitch. (laughs) Maybe she's just making normal eye contact with you. (laughs) Maybe not every girl wants you to fuck them. Maybe Mitch needs a little better understanding (laughs) of consent. Demi then says that she feels comfortable with Mitch and then Georgia Harrison and Toby have a chat Georgia asks him thank you Georgia for this Georgia asks Toby why he and Chloe broke up well thank you clops but also we get nothing out of Toby we get very little but we got something and it was because Georgia was pressing she was not accepting the answers he was giving exactly she was like no bitch so you're right thank you Georgia for this although I do wish that we had gotten more Yeah. So Toby says that he didn't trust Chloe anymore. He says, quote, something happened and the trust went. And he says that it was a big incident. And Georgia keeps being like, so was she like talking to other guys? And he's like, "Mm." and she's like, so she like went out and like very leading him towards an answer that he is reticent to provide. 
Yes. And I did some quick Googling to see if I could get any more context to this breakup. Okay. It was very much like Chloe got broken up with 100%. Toby left her. She kind of mentioned that like she likes to party. So maybe she was out. Maybe she was being a little flirty. But I don't know that like I would bet she did not cheat on him. I agree. I agree. And I bet he feels like flirting is cheating. Or like you should, why would you want to go out like when you have me? Yeah, also true. Just to repeat, Toby is doing himself no favors. No favors. <laughs> no. We then see Chris massage Molly. And Callum says to Georgia, it's weird to see. But he doesn't seem that disturbed. Right. <laughs> it's weird to see, but also like it's fine to see her making out with other guys. Right. Get your story straight, Callum. Georgia Harrison then says that... He- Callum needs to take the bulls by the horn. Then we cut back to Chris and Molly. Chris asks her about what's going on with her and Callum. He ITMs that he's a little dubious about the whole situation, and he understands that he, Chris, could just be a test for their relationship. Liberty and Kaz then have a chat. Liberty ITMs that Mitch is keeping her on her toes, and she's feeling really bothered by his flirting with other people, mostly Demi. She doesn't really like to watch them crack on, but she also doesn't want to push anything too hard. I just feel like this is constantly the position that Liberty is in, and I hate it for I her. I know. Me too. Lewis and Chris now chat about how Callum doesn't really care and doesn't seem to be trying very hard <laughs> with Molly, which is true and strange. And uh, Mitch and Toby are now chatting Mitch is like, this is how I should have done it my first time. <laughs> this is literally how he did it the first yeah, time. What is he talking about? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, oh, maybe what he actually what he's talking about is that he did go all oh. in on Molly. And he's Molly. like, I should have played the field more the first time. That's probably what he means. Yeah. He's forgetting the whole Ella Abby situation. <laughs> well, that was after, though. That was after he was very yeah. much all in on Molly for the beginning of his season and kind of looked like a fool because of it. So he probably is, again, trying to avoid that like and that would way. prefer to have multiple girls into him and kind of keep them, you know, <laughs> in his options versus uh, being super into somebody who has other options. He wants to be the true. one with the power and he wasn't in the yeah. beginning of his last season. Yeah, that's a good point. Toby is like, you need to take the bull by the horn. Toby is like definitely a shit stirrer. And Mitch gets so much shit for being a shit stirrer and Toby gets away with it. Toby's the real shit stirrer. Exactly. A hundred percent. Mitch is like, I feel very 50-50 between Liberty and Demi at this point. But he kind of forces Toby. He's like, ask me. Ask me who's on my mind more. <laughs> <laughs> Toby's like, who's on your mind like, more? Mitch, Mitch is like, Demi. Up. It's like, okay, so then you're not 50-50. <laughs> right. <laughs> I kind of love him. I can't help myself. I know. I know. He's endearing. It's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. We see Jake and Lewis chat, and Jake is sharing he's down in the dumps, and he feels like his mind is elsewhere. I wish that we had gotten a little bit more context here, because to me, this reads like somebody who is self-eliminated from the show because of missing someone on the outside. Mm. Like, do you remember when what was his name Liam like it was a few seasons ago this happened and somebody like mm-hmm. first or second episode was like I'm out of here because I'm in love with my ex who's not here right right I remember that 
I didn't fully understand what like my mind being elsewhere means unless it is just all a cover for being butthurt that no one was into him in the very beginning of the season, which is just what happens to some people. I really feel like that's actually why he left. I completely think that's why he left. Yeah. So it's nighttime now and Jake gathers everyone around the fire pit. They all immediately know what this means. He shares Mm -hmm. that he's leaving the villa even before he shares this news. Hannah is like, Jake, no. (laughs) Which I Mm -hmm. (laughs) love. Did we discuss that there was a conversation prior between Hannah and Liberty where Liberty was being so kind about Jake? I just thought this was a really good moment for her. It was definitely before now because it was when Hannah and Jake were potentially going to be a thing. So before Jake was self-eliminating and Liberty was just really hyping up Hannah and ITMing like that she wanted to see her ex happy and sharing with Hannah. Like I feel like he really has matured. Like it was very mature and nice to see. And I just think Liberty is too good for this show. I completely agree. But I love her on the show. But she's a very good person. Yeah. Is my point. <laughs> she's a very good person. Yeah. I feel like she's like a Camilla. Right. You know? Or like a Chris. Or like a Chris. Yeah. Oh, I want to see them become besties or something. I know. That would be cute. So after Jake self-eliminates, we see him pull Liberty for a chat and she's reiterating to him, like, I feel like you've matured so much. She's crying. Very sweet. He's like, I just don't want to fake anything. And it's like, okay, but Jake... Think about all the people that don't have a connection in this villa so far. It just – I don't want to complain about this because, again, if you listened to our cast breakdown, you know that Mara and I were hoping that Jake (laughs) would be gone immediately and, like, this is the answer to our prayers and so ultimately I am grateful. (laughs) However, it's also extremely bad play. Uh Uh-huh. Hannah was interested in him. He could have pursued that. Yeah. Because the public paired him and Liberty together, I think he knew, like, the public don't give a fuck whether or not I'm happy. And I'm not going to put myself through this rigmarole again. Because he probably got a lot of death threats and shit after he came off his show. Probably. Didn't we also talk about how you were like, I could see him and Hannah. And I was like, but he's not ready to be a stepdaddy. And, like, Hannah came in very much being like, I'm looking for a dad (laughs) for my son. That's true. And... (laughs) I don't know. I mean, also, he could have just not really been into her, which um, I believe. But I think yeah, that I it makes sense that if that was his only option, he he was like, there's nothing in here for me. But he knows the premise of this game. He knows that people are going to be coming in. And we see that. So Jake now exits the villa. We see him sit down and have a chat with Maya, which is their new version of After Sound. I love that we just get it in the show. Me too. I appreciate I prefer it. it. Totally. Yeah. Jake is like, this just wasn't for me and feels like things could have been different if Liberty wasn't there. But Maya does bring up to him, like, even if he didn't have a connection, people were coming in. Right. And he's like, yeah, maybe I'll go outside and, like, watch the show and be like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have left because that person went in. And it's like, yeah, just bad player. Goodbye. Good riddance. I didn't hate you in these episodes. Like, not sad that you're gone, but weird ending here. Yeah, definitely. Demi and Lewis now chat, and he says that he's been honest with all the girls. He hasn't really talked to Kaz, and he is implying heavily that he is most interested in Demi, 
and she is ITMing that they gravitate towards each other. What happened with Demi and Chris? They just were like, oh, we were into each other. And now that we're like here together in person, we're not. Yeah, they never showed anything about like Demi says, I don't think Chris is into me. And then we just see Chris going for Molly and like that's it. There's never a conversation that we see at least between Demi and Chris where they call it. Right. Yeah. Maybe it just kind of wasn't there, but I would like for them to show them talking about how it's not there so that there's some sort of continuity of storyline. But I guess (laughs) we can only ask for so much. With our trash reality TV that we get together weekly (laughs) to discuss in depth. So now (laughs) there is a chat between Anton and Georgia Harrison. And they say that they were not really one another's first pick, but they do get along. And he's like, you're not my fallback option, though. And it's like, (laughs) but you are like. You are. Kaz and Lewis then have a chat. They laugh about his bad tattoos. They joke around. And Kaz says that she's a lot more hesitant this time around, but she also recognizes that she needs to be open and vulnerable in order to make a connection. Then we get a conversation between Callum and Molly and Toby initially. Yeah, why? Callum asked, why? Why did they choose to have this conversation while Toby was there? This was so weird. I think so Toby encouraged. I think Toby was like, I'll sit there with you and you can talk to her. Like, I think Callum is afraid of Molly. Maybe. I don't know. But Callum just straight up asks Molly if she still fancies him. She immediately bursts into laughter. And then she's like, yeah, we dated for three fucking years. (laughs) He says that she's gorgeous. He says he's growing. And she's like, what, in three days? He's like, no, no, six months. And she's like, yeah, 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 three years. I was asking for a lot more words of affirmation. Like, this is the first time you're actually giving me any words of affirmation. Right, but she's like, but you grew in the last six months. So, in other words, you were giving words of affirmation to just random girls who weren't me. This is backfiring on Callum. Yes. So they start to get in this fairly heated argument. Molly says that they're on their first holiday. Well, she's really what she's doing is explaining to everybody else and thus the audience, actually. Thank you, Toby, if you did set this up. What actually transpired in their relationship? So Molly says that on their first holiday, she complimented him a lot and he would just respond with you too. Like, you look great. You look so good today. You too. What she said specifically is that she had said, you look so handsome. And he said, you too. Right. (laughs) It's a little rough. (laughs) He says that he's gotten better and he tries to say that he cares about her. She shuts him down. Molly tells Toby and Georgia, who had eventually come over, come over, that Callum was really disrespectful after they broke up. Molly says that he once laughed at her when she told him that she loved him and that she has no recollection of actually when he said he loved her. For the first time. Yeah, for the first time. She re- recalls that he often called her high maintenance when she would ask for more words of affirmation. And Callum says, I feel like we both took each other for granted. Toby then asks them if he, if they saw each other marrying one another. And she was like, I did. He didn't. And then Callum's like, you're making me look bad. <laughs> like, you're making me look like a dickhead. And then Molly says that Callum told her he wanted to focus on his career and that that's why they broke up. They go back and forth about this. Callum's like, that's not why we weren't getting along. Da, 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 da. They're arguing and Callum's like, what, is this all my fault? And she's like, yeah, it's your fault that we mm-hmm. broke up. 
Chris, I guess, decides that this is a great time to pull Molly. So <laughs> Liz comes over. This is not a bad time to pull Molly. Because it's a terrible time. You can be the person to give her a little bit of respite from this like past toxic drama that has followed her into the villa. This, <clears throat> however, true. is not the time to kiss Molly. Correct. And that's the difference. Yeah. I agree. Yep. So he comes over, he pulls her, they go up onto the terrace. He asks her about Callum. She says that she won't really know Callum's true intentions until another girl starts putting it on him. She feels like his intentions are not clear and he's not really actually saying to her whether or not he wants to get back together. True. But also neither is she. Does she want to get back together? Right. It doesn't seem like it. They're open. I don't know. (laughs) So Chris then is like, you know, I heard this thing where if a man or if a woman stares into a man's eyes for at least two minutes, they'll fall in love. And then he asks to stare into her eyes. So they stare at each other and then they, he ends up being like, I don't want to wait any longer. And then he goes in for a kiss and it's a little awkward. Mm -hmm. She does not respond great, but she does seem happy during the kiss. I agree. She seemed happy during the kiss. And then we're actually left on a bit of a cliffhanger. We are told that Joshua Ritchie is going to be coming in as a bomb he is 29 years old. He is from series one. He says he always gets what he wants. I've got a little review of Josh here. So Josh finished third place in his season alongside Lauren Richardson. They were in a friendship couple. I think that's the only time a friendship couple has made it that far. Mm-hmm. He has an OnlyFans. So he's oh. making that money. Yeah. You don't get a lot of guys with OnlyFans on the show, but. Obviously, Mm -hmm. a lot of the women do. He has previously dated Georgia Harrison. There was actually one point where they thought they were maybe having a fucking baby together. It was like a publicized pregnancy scare. Really? Yes. How long ago was that? Let me check. Um, March 2022. Georgia and Joshua, who were also on X on the Beach, posed for pictures on a red carpet and she deliberately placed her hand on her tummy. Posting the shot oh. on social media, she said, can't believe we have managed to keep it a secret for this long. At least the cat is out of the bag to new beginnings. Georgia added in a second comment, obviously we're hoping it has my brains, both of our sense of humor and 80% of my looks after editing. The couple were swamped with messages of congratulations on their pregnancy, but fans soon realized it had been just a joke. Yeah, it sounds just like a troll. That's not a pregnancy scare. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. But that's like weird. It's so weird to do. Do you remember Josh from season one? <sighs> yeah, he was like, I remember him being like very young and yes. like a total player. Yeah. He was like farting all the time, like just a little boy, but like <laughs> cute. Yeah. Yeah. What a that was such a wild season, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, so he also uh, dated Charlotte Crosby, who was on Geordie Shore. They dated for a couple years. Charlotte Crosby is an absolute fucking legend. Oh, I don't know anything about her. Oh my god, Mara, she was unbelievable on Geordie Shore. I used to watch Geordie Shore. <laughs> oh, did you watch? Oh my god, I didn't know you watched it. Uh huh. Well, yeah, with my with my brother and sister in law who got me into the show because they were into 
all this trash TV when they lived in the UK. And she was an absolute icon. Absolute icon. I still might follow her on social media. That's amazing. So let's get into our awards for this three episodes. Yes. Ari, who was your MVP? My MVP of these three episodes was Chris, just because personally okay. I enjoyed him and I'm curious to see where things go. I thought that the way that he handled people being interested in him in the beginning and, and just in general, the way that he made himself a part of the storylines in the first three episodes was was great. Who was your MVP? I'm going to give it to Anton. Okay. I think just because he is coming across a lot more like endearing this season so far. And I thought he did a good job of like taking it on the chin when Georgia Steele wasn't interested and making a quick pivot to Georgia Harrison with like what seemed like at least marginally general, like uh genuine interest. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. Who's your most toxic Islander of, of these episodes? <laughs> I'm giving it to Callum and Molly as a unit. Ah. <laughs> Because I I don't buy it and I don't understand it. And that fight between them, even though it was very fun to watch, it was like, you know, toxicity on display. It was like their toxic exes coming together and we got to see that. I liked it. Not a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) Who was yours? My most toxic Islander was Jake, just because this is my only opportunity to give it to him. But also, more specifically, for having his ego so easily bruised. Yeah, that's a good point. I was really bruised. What was your most shocking moment? Nothing was particularly shocking. I considered uh, Callum choosing Molly, but I wasn't that shocked by that. So I actually went with Liberty's kindness and grace in handling Jake being in the villa. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah, I like that. What was your most shocking moment? I picked Callum and Molly coming in as an like as their entrances like together. Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. That <sighs> is the more shocking was... part of it versus him choosing her because once that happened, it was kind of obvious that he was going to choose her. Yes, definitely. Yeah. What was your LOL moment? It's not like I hate the girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say that all the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was yours? Mine was that, but specifically Mitch repeating that was my LOL yeah. moment. It was hysterical. Yeah. Oh, I love it. What are your finalist predictions? So in these first three episodes, the couples that I could see potentially making it to the end are Molly and Callum and Georgia and Toby. Mm, okay. What about you? I picked Liberty and Mitch and Toby and Georgia. Okay. But I'm not I'm not confident with either choice. So. <laughs> I actually my guess is that none of these original couples will be who we see in the end. Although I agree. I don't know. Time will tell. You never know. I cannot wait to find out. You're going to have to keep tuning in every week to find out with us. And thank you so much for joining us. We're happy to be back for this season and see what it has in store. And yes. we cannot wait to chat with you on Thursday of this week. Yes. We'll see you then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us at She's Got the Chat on Instagram and TikTok. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to chat next week.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 